1: Oh, yeah. we will get the return ball, very cleverly runs over it. Mkhitaryan plays him in! And he's completed his hat-trick in emphatic style!
2: The possibility to win one title, one also the possibility to play uh, the next
1: year if we two win week, Champions League. League. Now two years not in the Champions League, we want to be back there. We, we have, have to win, win this game.
2: Xhaka! Oh, what a goal from Xhaka! Left-footed drive over the wall, fantastic hit! Our feeling uh, is uh, that we deserve to win.
3: This kick for the final, Eden Hazard, he, he looks cool, cool. He, he looks, looks confident.
0: confident. Right-footed, it's in the bottom left-hand yeah! corner!
1: Eden has shown every, every game uh, his passion for Chelsea.
0: It's a wonderful goal, and once again, it is Eden Hazard who scores for Chelsea.
3: A full Premier League preview show coming up for the Champions League final on Thursday, but today, on Wednesday, A big game live on TalkSport, which the panel are here to preview. David Walker, our football editor. Chris Perry, a former Tottenham, Southampton, Wimbledon defender as well. It is, of course, the Europa League final out in Baku, 2,500 miles away in Azerbaijan. The Gunners against the Blues, Arsenal, Chelsea. It is live on TalkSport. Chelsea, Europa League winners in 2013, Champions League winners in 2012, Two-time UEFA Cup Winners' Cup winners as well. Arsenal not won a European trophy for 25 years, winning the European Cup Winners' Cup back in 1994. A win for Chelsea will be the first ever silverware lifted by their enigmatic and maybe soon-to-be-departed manager Maurizio Sarri during his career. Whilst Arsenal, they need to win this game not only for the glory of of winning it, but also to qualify for next season's Champions League in what would be incredibly Unai Emery's fourth time lifting this trophy. Uh, lads, I, I want to talk about the game briefly. We'll talk about the team news and all that, but I, I do need to talk about Baku. Uh, of course, some of our colleagues uh, are there right now, Dave. Uh, Sam Matafate and several others are uh, building up to the coverage. Um, both teams got 6,000 tickets approximately. Both have sent... Uh, tickets back. We're expecting a lot of locals to have bought those tickets with the sponsors and all that sort of stuff. You've covered it a lot the last few weeks. You've had to deal with the logistics of getting Mm. a game on out in Azerbaijan as well. What's your view on the game being uh, out in
2: Azerbaijan and what's been some of the challenges you've faced? I I think it's it's a great shame that you've got two teams, forget the fact that they're English teams, you've got two teams in a European final and they're only given 6,000 each anyway and because of the difficulties in travelling to this country and the the cost of it and the timing of it they're both only able to send what 3000 mm. each if we're lucky that sort of thing I and mean, that's ridiculous that's completely ridiculous now you you can you can make a case for Azerbaijan having just as much right to having hosting a Europa League final as any other nation in, in UEFA um so where do, well, you know the, it does get a bit tricky where do you draw the line who can host one and who can't how far away from the, you know what's the the biggest distance between two teams in the competition? Like, this is probably it, isn't if it? If it was in Wembley and two teams from Russia qualified somehow for the Europa League final, we'd have the same argument. Somehow but...
3: makes it interesting because that's <laughs> unlikely, isn't it? You are yeah. only going to get if you are going to get two teams from any country. It's going to be Spain. It's going to be England. It's going to be maybe Italy, and that's about it. And so maybe you should take that into consideration when thinking
1: about a venue. No, I am not. I am not too worried about the fact that in Azerbaijan, if you know the airport could take more flights and 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 they yeah. could res- more more people could get there i think if you could fly there and there were there, were, there was more more airports and there there was more access to it i think everyone would That's be true. wouldn't wouldn't be bothered i no, don't think but, anyone but would but be bothered it, if it's in baku apparently well, they this, knew this they could the only problem. take what 10000 know, through give the final to azerbaijan give it to baku when the airport can handle taking 10000 yeah. fans from me from each club it's an infrastructure issue absolutely, absolutely. and it, it you know it should be
2: and, and it it, this is always the problem. It's, it's, a, it's a lesser problem, but it's still an issue even with something like the FA Cup final in this country is that X amount of seats always go to sponsors, hospitality, guests, whatever. And you've got, you've just got to get that balance right because yeah. otherwise it just doesn't look right. It doesn't sit well. Football is a game, should be a game for everyone, should be a game for the fans. It shouldn't be the primary objective of whoever's putting these games on should not be to pack it yeah. with as many sponsors as possible. I that, that is damaging to the
0: product. Yeah.
1: That, what's the atmosphere going to be like in the stadium? Know, but in many ways, does that give Arsenal an advantage, having played at the Emirates all the time? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs>
3: some would say it's not a great atmosphere. It's Stanford Bridge either. Um, I'll tell you what I thought was quite interesting. I've seen a few pictures uh, from our colleagues out there of the stadium. Of course, there was the open training, which I want to get to in a minute, uh, and Maurizio Sarri's latest meltdown. But I thought it was quite interesting that they've got a running track which makes London stadiums. Stands look closer to the pitch, and I'm thinking to myself: there's already a terrible stadium in London with a running track they could have used. So they, th- that makes it makes sense to me that if two teams in the same country make it, there'd be a caveat in the contract which says you get the next one down the line that's not booked, and we move it to. A neutral stadium in
1: that venue. It
3: just seems to me that's mm. sensical. But and Azerbaijan right, won't lose out. I think
1: it's it's too late to, it logistically is. to do that, isn't it, in terms of booking a Wembley or a London it, London Stadium London or London Stadium's like doing nothing at the moment. They're it, getting ready for the well, just, a new it, more carpet rice athletics. athletics. They haven't even got the
3: carpet in Azerbaijan. <laughs> they they
2: haven't. They've
3: not even got that claret yeah. carpet, which makes <laughs> it a a real
2: showpiece. The problem is with these things, <laughs> the real reason why you can't do it at such short notice. If you've ever been to any of these these occasions, a World Cup or a major European final, it's not just the stadium. It's you need the buildings for the accreditation centre, the media centre, the tens of thousands of corporate hospitality areas. If only areas Wembley or need. the Bernabau
3: was already set do, to do, do that. You can't
2: just do it like that, though. They, they, it does take a long time to plan. They have got to choose, but they they should choose for the for the right reasons. They should they should, they should you know it's a ridiculous situation. Yep. And we have spent as we're doing now the whole build up to this game has been all about Baku. It's yep. been all about we have not even gotten onto the situation with Mkhitaryan yet.
3: Oh. Did you see the videos I saw Henry Win- Henry Winter's tweet and a few others uh, that a fan was walking into a fan park with a Mikatarian shirt and apparently I, we can't verify this because it comes from someone else's picture but it seems as if a security guard has asked him to either remove his shirt or was to cover up I, the Mikatarian shirt you know what apparently my, some Arsenal fans have been asked to show the number on the back of their shirt in case it is the Armenian Mikatarian my
2: my instinct is I, I don't know this either way we've all, we, we've seen the we've seen the, the tweets in the footage my instinct when watching it was though it was that that looks to me prime fodder for a bit of fake news. Yes. That someone... It, it makes sense. It makes a good story. I, just, I would put it past them for the Azerbaijani authorities to behave like that because we know the situation. But it seems to me that would be a step too far. Can't, it
3: just... It just, it just it it's so outrageous it can't be real. doesn't it? But yeah. look,
2: we'll wait to see whether that gets confirmed. But we, what we do know is that he's not going to be playing in this match. And that in itself is a farce, isn't yeah. it? A total farce.
3: If there's a... Potential for surely one of the players not to be able to play. Another reason why that nation can't host a game like this. And would Mkhitaryan have started? I mean, I know it's not. It's it's by the by, but we're going to talk about Arsenal on the pitch. What do you been in the, in the side?
1: Do you think, Chris? Potentially, yeah certainly. um I would have thought it would be between him and Özil who was going to play in behind Lacazette and Aubameyang. I hope they play Lacazette and Aubameyang anyway. Arsenal, in terms of, you know. They're so dynamic when they play together. They give you so many goals. I think Arsenal's best chance of winning is to go and attack Chelsea and to score more goals. And then mm. certainly they can't, they still can't defend particularly well. So um, that's always going to be a problem. So they need to go and score goals. They have to play Aubameyang and Lacazette together for me if they've got any chance of winning this. We'll continue with the game in a moment, but but on the the clubs themselves,
3: um, one of my friends is a Chelsea fan, and he said, well either choice of of taking a shift or watching the game and he's taking the shift he is not bothered about it whereas well, the arsenal you can listen fans and talk sport while is,
1: you do your work he absolutely. certainly can yeah, we go. And, and will be i'm sure i don't think they they've enjoyed watching chelsea this season have they they're a bit pedestrian at times it? you know the substitutions seem to be scripted mm. almost um unless hazard turns up and does something brilliant it, it it's very it's, it's been a little bit dull Absolutely. you you're, you're absolutely right there and i think it, it, you've had a lot of
2: people in recent weeks and you can see why they're saying this saying that Look at Chelsea's season. They finished third. Mm. They've got to a League Cup final. They've got to Europa League final. And, and yes, on paper, that sounds like a perfectly acceptable season for your first season in English football. Yeah. But you, what you have to do in these situations, and I speak from experience as a Watford fan who's had a lot of criticism of, of our club from outside quarters, you have to listen to the fans yep. who watch the matches week in, week out. Yes, yeah, They're used to... Fantastic success at Chelsea. They've seen better than this, so you might they might be accused of being a bit greedy and a bit complacent. But they haven't been having fun. They haven't enjoyed it. Mm. There's not been a good relationship between Sari and the fans and some of the players. The football's not been enjoyable. They've been bailed out time and time again by Hazard. There's that you know. There's just there's a lot of unrest at that club. What's interesting though, I know
3: you weren't here for the last show of the season because you're far too busy for us these days. But we were doing our winners and losers, and for me. Maurizio Sarri will go down as one of the winners of this season if he lifts this trophy. Because, as you say, he has achieved the key goal, which was get back in the Champions League. He was never, as nobody was going to catch Liverpool and City the way they were this year. It will take back a trophy. Fair enough, they lost the final in embarrassing circumstances uh, in the Carabao Cup. But it feels like he has done everything asked of him and also been incredibly unpopular. And it's not surprising, is it, The parallels are being drawn... With the last time they won this competition, when Rafa Benitez came in, who was wildly disliked by the support, and they still managed to beat Benfica in the final back then as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I think you're right. I think if they are to bring back the Europa League trophy to Stamford Bridge, then it has to go down as a good season for him. But I still don't think he'll be there next season. And and they've got history, haven't they, In, in in many respects, with, with sacking managers who, who yep. win things, you know that they're not afraid to do that. And you know, it's dimiteo's birthday today, as we record this. Is that and right? There <laughs> and there you go. Happy birthday, Champions Roberto. League
2: winning manager. Gone six months later. <laughs>
3: That's, that's great inherent knowledge. Did you just know that?
2: I saw it. You got it on I your calendar. Say,
3: yeah. He has, he has, I don't a, get
2: notifications. He, like he has a famous.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was where you got the <laughs> notification. Uh, listen, a couple of quick questions. I do want to get back to ask, though. I know, I know we don't want to go too long on all this, but uh, Maurizio Sarri's rant uh, as he walked off from training. Now, for those that haven't seen it, he's kind of taken his hat off. He's thrown it down. He's booted it. Uh, we understand he was frustrated about the fact that cameras were allowed in for this long training session. Usually, it's about what twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Or so the cameras then leave, and they can work on some other bits. Uh, it also could have been because Higuain and David Luiz seem to have a bit of a set to on the pitch as well. For whatever reason, Chris Perry, uh, Maurizio Sarri,
1: he's got no chill, has he? Absolutely none. He, he hasn't. No, he, he's very focused on what he needs to do. if I'm honest, I mean, he's come out with the excuse that they wanted to work on set pieces. You, you, you should have done that behind closed doors at, at Cobham. You know, mm. before you went, everyone should know what they're doing beforehand. You can't, you can't be doing that on an open press day. Also, it's Arsenal at set pieces. There's nothing to learn. <laughs> just <laughs> they can't it, do them. Yeah. don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> just, just deliver the ball. Um, yeah, it, it, he's under pressure, isn't he? he? He feels under pressure, and he feels that he needs to win this probably to to try and hold on to his job. Whether he's been lined up by Juventus. I'm not sure there's all sorts of speculation in the press mm. that he has been, that he's mm. already lining up signings and stuff like that.
2: When I heard it yesterday, I was, I was travelling back on the train yesterday from St George's Park, the w- head of the Nations League uh, Media Day, and, and and someone said to me, oh, there has been a bust-up, Chelsea training. Louise and Iguain have squared up to each yeah. other. Sari stormed off, and I was thinking, oh, really? Christ, let me have a look at this. And I saw it, and I thought, oh, it's not really squaring up, is it? not really bust up. You must have seen worse than that on the training ground in your <laughs> day, Chris.
1: I've seen a lot worse at Wimbledon, yeah, certainly. <laughs> we do worse than that in the lift <laughs> on the way to the studio. Yeah. It was there was
2: nothing. It was a challenge that went wrong and a brief I
3: argument. It was nothing. I but, can't but imagine Wayne doing, doing anything. He up. hasn't
1: he, he can't move anyway, Wayne, can he? No.
3: It annoys me because I like to get behind the fat ball players. You know, they're my people. But unfortunately, uh, he's been rubbish. I can't get behind him. It's very frustrating.
0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Premier League All Access Podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. There's a lot more to those 90 minutes than what goes down on the pitch. With the latest odds, form guides and expert opinions, you'll know the score with Labrooks. Odds update on talk sport with Labrooks. Are you in? Let's go. Play at labrooks.com, 18 plus, be gambleaware.org. T's and C's apply.
3: Um, listen, let's talk about Eden Hazard. It's probably going to be his final game uh, at Chelsea. The yeah. the Real Madrid move, 150 million quoted as the fee, this protracted, endless transfer that we seem to have spoken about for eighteen months, two years. Um, how do you feel that that Chelsea have kind of dealt with his departure? Is it going to be his final game, and is he going to leave them with a trophy after another virtuoso performance?
2: I think it's absolutely made for him to go out on a high, win them the Europa League, and say, "Look, I've done everything I can with you. It's now my, it's now or never for me to join an even bigger club than Chelsea." Mm. Um, have they dealt with his departure? i think it's been it's been in the background looming in the background for about what at four seasons now mm. if if not if not more and I think they've dealt with it. It's worked pretty well. they've managed to keep him they've you know throughout the turmoil or different managerial changes and stuff and and also I, I think there's it's it's been talk but there's there's always been something there's always been some reason whether that be circumstance or or otherwise that he's not moved on. He's never quite done enough to get into that. Galactico bracket, if you like. He's always the fifth best player in the world. Isn't yeah, he? That's but he's saying. undoubtedly brilliant, and I, and I think he could probably be even better if he perhaps wanted it a bit more. If you if you listen to people that that know him, he's he's a man that perhaps isn't as driven to completely dedicate his life to football in the same way that someone like Cristiano Ronaldo is, or other people like him, for example. I think he's quite happy living the life the way he does, enjoying the football the way he does, without being obsessive about it. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's just, that's just the impression I get from mm. people that kind of know him and bits that I've heard. Um, but I think, yeah, it's now or never. Win the Europa League final for Chelsea, he, he is the match winner for them. And I, I think if he wants to win it, he'll win the game for them.
3: Uh, a bit of team news on Chelsea. Ruben off the cheek is out, injured in that charity-friendly in the USA. Ethan Ampadu is missing. Gary Cahill is a doubt. And Golo Conte, they're saying 50-50, but... Even at 50%, I think he probably will start. Rudiger is out, and hudson Adoy is out. Um, Chelsea not planning a parade. Should they win the Europa League? Uh, when they won the FA Cup under Antonio Conte, his last game in charge, there was no parade. There was no celebration. Uh, Chris Perry, Arsenal certainly are planning a parade. Should they win this? Uh, not just because of the, the trophy, their first in European football for 25 years, as we mentioned, but also a
1: Champions League place for next year. So it's a bigger game for Arsenal, isn't it, this? For me, it, it it's the biggest game they've had for a long, long time, Arsenal. They need to go and win the game, you know. They need to get in the Champions League. That was Unai Emery's aim when he was given the manager's job. Get yourself in the Champions League. It hasn't happened through the league. And I think you could see in that Valencia game, in the second leg there away from home, you could see a real determination and a, they were all invigorated to go and galvanised in the same direction. It was one of the best performances I've seen from an Arsenal side for a long, long time. And it's almost like, this is it. This is our only chance now. We have to go and win that game. And I, I think it's given them more of a purpose than Chelsea have got to go and win this game. And, and potentially that's why they could win.
3: You mentioned earlier, you want to see the front two together, Aubameyang and Lacazette. If they were to lose this game, will we ever see Lacazette and Aubameyang together at Arsenal again? Or will talk about Lacazette maybe making a move in the summer if they're not in the Champions League. It, it
1: It's a difficult one, isn't it? I... If they get into the Champions League, I could see him potentially staying. I think Emery has started to play them together a little bit more, hasn't he, as the season's gone on. I think everyone knows what a good pair they are. Unfortunately, you know, the problems they have is if you play those two up front, it leaves you a bit spare at the back. There's not too much cover in in, in front in front of the back four, which is an absolute shambles really, still the back four. And if they were to get that right in terms of Emery bringing in defenders that are better, then you could probably play the two of them together a lot more often. And and it's whether Arsenal can, if they can certainly win the trophy, I think it'll, it'll give them a good chance of holding on to him. And whether Emery can then say, look, my plan is to play you alongside Aubameyang, but we need to bring in defenders. We need to bring in players that are going to be more stable at the back so that I can do that.
2: Absolutely. I think... It's still early days, relatively speaking, in Firmino Emery at Arsenal, and that everyone knows that squad had been left to fester a little bit, hadn't it, in the, in the dying days of Arsene Wenger's reign. And he made a few, he made some decent signings, Emery, uh, and and Arsenal as the recruitment team there. It's not just Emery, um, but they need to do more getting into the Champions League gives you that massive opportunity to, to, to really go for it next season. The, the extra money you'll get from being in the Champions League, the uh, the ability to attract a higher quality of player because you're going to be able to offer them Champions League football. So you're right, it's a massive game for Arsenal, this.
3: And speaking of it being a massive game, is it the kind of game you play your second-choice goalkeeper in? Someone who's about to join your <laughs> opponents
2: as sporting director or Incredible
3: whatever he's be. who's been the Europa League goalkeeper all season, the cup goalkeeper... You know how much I hate a cup goalkeeper. I wonder if Ben Foster might have saved one of them six shots of goal. Moving on. Um, would you play Pedro in this game, Chris? Would you allow it? Surely not.
1: I would. Would yeah. you? I think he's played in every game, hasn't he? Pretty yeah. much.
3: But he's not their number one <laughs> but goalkeeper. Le- but Leno, he's not their but best goalkeeper.
1: is Leno that much better than him? I mean, that's the question. I don't think Leno's been that outstanding. You could say he's definitely the number one. I think Czech's actually played pretty well when he's played the majority of the games in, in, in the Europa League this season. And I, th- I I, don't think he's the kind of player that would be, you know, affected by the fact that he's playing against Chelsea, his former club, and the fact that he's going to go there as potentially director of football mm. at the end of the season. No. I, I think he's a professional and he'll want to win and he'll want to go out on a high. Absolutely. But, but what if he drops one in the net, right?
3: I'm not saying it's on purpose. It won't be on oh, yeah, purpose. Yeah, yeah. Cross comes in, he drops it, and it's turned in by Higuain and they win it. Now, that's going to be a huge story, isn't it? No one's going to question his integrity, but they will be like, well... What happened there, Petter? That's all that I don't you even open think, yourself up to that, I don't, don't even you?
1: think Iguain should play. No, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's another thing. I, I think if they want Hazard to, to run the game, you look at his link up with Giroud is so much better when Giroud plays Hazard than when than when Iguain plays. They, <laughs> so they're so you're just a much Giroud better. Check, crash th- in the ninetieth minute. Listen, if, if I'm if I'm Mauricio Sarri and I look at the, the stats and, and, and of ex players scoring against their old clubs and, and doing really well. Then, then I play Giroud all day long. Every team is better with an Olivier Giroud in it. France win the World Cup with Giroud in it. Chelsea are better with Giroud in it. Arsenal were a better team with Giroud in it than, than without. Dave, pay What did you do with him? I, I agree with
2: Chris. I think you. I, I would play him. I, I wouldn't have any concerns about this Chelsea thing. I think he, he loves Chelsea regardless of the fact that he's going to come and join them in the summer to be sporting director or whatever he's going to be. Uh, but he is professional He's an outstanding professional. He's had an outstanding career. He's not let Arsenal down mm. when he's played for them this season. Uh, this is this is the last match of his career. You you know, to take that away from him because you're of a as Chris said, it's it's like it's a relatively marginal decision. But Leno is not that much better than him but he is
3: the clear number one like he plays in every Premier League game but is this, he this, is the, this, he's but the, the you, chief
1: goalkeeper no? if you look at managers they're that, not the, co-number ones but if you look at managers from a board particularly they generally have a league goalkeeper and then a cup goalkeeper who are playing yeah. in, particularly but, in but Spain Copa del Rey for? or Europe Or
3: who does that work for? Like it works it for everyone because, because
1: for? then you're keeping players happy You know,
3: no one's happy being the cup goalkeeper playing away at Woking well, in the not, third round so you're not
1: happy playing in a Europa League final
3: well he should play in the Europa League final
2: but that, no, but you've got, I think, but that's it. I think you, you, you are happy being a cup goalkeeper if you know that if we get to the final, I can play.
3: Yeah. All right, look, don't do too much on this. We are overrunning and, of course, the game's in about three hours from now. So we do want to make sure people can hear this. Uh, let's do some predictions. David Walker, give us a prediction for the Europa League final. How's it going to go?
2: I think it's going to be a strange game with a, a very strange atmosphere. Um, and I don't think it's necessarily going to be a classic I think Chelsea will edge it, and I think Hazard will go out on top, and win the game for Chelsea.
1: Chris, yeah, I'm am stuck between a rock and a hard place being an ex-Tottenham player. Don't like <laughs> Chelsea, <laughs> <laughs> you know, can't can't support Arsenal. So for me, I I, I think just Chelsea on their day penalties if, if go has, all the way through. If, if, Peter no, Cech if, if, gets the if, winning if Hazard, penalty. If, if Hazard if Hazard, Hazard performs, he's the best player on the pitch by yeah. by an absolute country mile, and Chelsea will win one nil. I think Arsenal
3: are going to win this, not only because I'm watching it tonight with a whole bunch of Arsenal fans, and it's going to be a great night if they do, but also I think that they have the better attack. And in these games, I think we always think it's the best defence they'll win it. I think it's the side that can take the chances when they come. So I think Arsenal win it, Chelsea struggle to create clear-cut chances, the best chance of forwards are one of the top two, and they win it. I'm going to take the Gunners to win their first European trophy for 25 years, 2-0. Sorry, Eden. Enjoy your time during Real Madrid's decline, but it's going to be Arsenal's day. And we're going to have five teams in the Champions League as well, which would be great for us, great for Dave. He gets to all go out with the big game, so that's great. Uh, listen, we are officially out of time. The game is live on TalkSport on Wednesday evening. This evening, as we record the programme, Dave, what time does the show start and when's kickoff? Seven. Show starts,
2: kickoff eight o'clock.
3: Don't miss it, live on TalkSport in the UK. We are back with a Champions League preview on Thursday morning. That's published at 5am UK time, building up to Saturday's Champions League final. Then the preview show returns ahead of the next
0: Premier League campaign in July. We'll see you then. The Premier League All Access podcast is proud to be brought to you by Ladbrokes. The latest odds? We set them. Form guides? We've got them. Expert opinions? We share them. The best fans in the world deserve the best. Be match day ready before the whistle blows with Labrooks. Odds update on Talk Sport with Labrooks. Are you in? Let's go. Play at Labrooks.com. 18+. Be GambleAware.org. T's and C's apply.